Well, happy Hope Day, everyone. Welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Mel. It's a great day to be on this podcast. Yes, it is. It's wonderful. Especially with you as the host. I'm so teary. (laughs) But most importantly, you brought a guest today. I did. Oh, wonderful. Let's introduce her to the audience. Yes. Okay, my guest today is Nicole Frank. And she is a new friend of mine. I've known her for maybe three months. Uh, she uh, she made the trip with us to Honduras oh, in, in September. Wonderful. It was her first trip to Honduras. Was it your first missions trip? Yes, sir. Okay. Wow. So you know what? I think the audience loves her. <laughs> Listen Look at that. that. Hey, they recognize greatness when they see yes. it. Yes. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you so much. I'm honored <laughs> to be here. <laughs> Before we get started, guys, today, as always, we want to give a big shout out to Principio Coffee and Principio Coaching. Yes. Yes, we're excited about the new and great things with Principio. Yes. But you know, I don't have my Principio goodness today. Well, you did have to say that, didn't you? I did. You could have talked about the great things that we've had and the great things we will have, but instead you talk about the lack of the things that we don't have. Well, you know, when I look to my right, which is usually where my Principio goodness is is sitting, I'm forced to have H2O. Well, that is not right. No, it's not. (laughs) I'm glad we're agreeing on that today. (laughs) But I will say this, uh, Coach, you know, I had, uh, I put an order in for Principio, and I like the multi-flavored yes. uh, package that I get. Yeah. And I had uh, the Creole, it's like a Creole flavoring or something uh, like that. Creole blend? Yes. Did you like it? It was amazing. Yes. And I didn't put uh, flavored sugar, I mean flavored uh, creamer or anything like that. Went straight for the coffee and regular creamer and sugar, and it was, I can't begin to tell you the blend that was in that but i think that may be one of my favorites now wow well that you uh you are joining a a growing group yeah of uh of coffee lovers there because that is uh that's just a blend of our honduran coffee that uh it's the same coffee the same Mm -hmm. bean but just roasted to to uh to different temperatures Mm -hmm. and then blended after it's uh, roasted. Oh, it's nice. It has so, like a little hickory something to it. I, I can't really explain it, but it's amazing. Yes. All right. Yeah, well, I'm thank looking forward you. to that. Big and, ups to Principio Coffee. Yes. And, and the, what makes that so great and what I'd like to compare that to, uh, when, when you have a coffee blend, you may take coffees from different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, hey. That's uh, both of us going off right Yes. Here, that's yeah. time to pray. Time so we're pray. just going to ask the Lord to send laborers out into mm-hmm. the harvest. Amen. Right now. Amen. And that's us. That's us. Amen. That's and Nicole. Nicole. Oh, we said the same time. <laughs> Great minds. <laughs> okay, so back to blends. Coffee blends uh, from around the world. They take coffee, different varieties of coffee from different sources and origins and so forth and blend them all together. But wh- what I like is what I would call a harmony blend because that's when you take the same coffee bean, the same green bean, unroasted bean, and you roast it at different, of course, you take different batches, you roast different batches at different times to different temperatures. So you have a different roast, but it's of the same bean. Mm-hmm. And then you take that and blend it after it's roasted. And the reason I call that the harmony blend is because, uh, you know, you've heard people who are, uh, they sing together as a group, and family harmony just has this special touch to it. Mm. 
you know. And so that's why I call this a harmony blend because it's the same family. It's the same being just uh, just at a, at a different, uh, just singing a different part, we yeah, might say. Yeah. And so this same being, same family there, just singing a different part because it's roasted at a, to a different uh, temperature. Mm. And that's the Creole blend. It's, I love it. Yeah. It's great stuff. Get your subscription, did. your monthly subscription yes. with your Creole blend. It's yes. going to be great. New coffee mugs they have in Principio as well. So I got to get a new one as well. Yes. So that comes with your subs- monthly subscription. Yes, it does. Uh, what I like about Principio is that you get more than a month supply. Yes, there you go. Like and the that. reason we do that is? Keeps us coming back for more. <laughs> <laughs> no, four well, weeks so we can share. You can share exactly the goodness right. with other people. Share and share alike. <laughs> yes. Amen. All right. So series number 13, episode five, Life Works Better with Prayer. Yes. Man. And I am uh, I'm so excited about this. I, I've waited, well, almost a year and a half uh, to do Life Works Better with Prayer because we uh, before we even started, I wrote down a list of things that could be topics. And prayer was one of the first things I wrote down. And I was thinking all along, well, is it time? Is it time? Is it time? And it never did seem right because I really wanted to get some of those others out there so people could kind of just get a feel for who we were and what we wanted to mm-hmm. do on this podcast. And so now it's time to settle in on prayer. And we both felt that when we started this that it, it may be a long haul. Yes, yeah. And uh, it's looking like it now mm, because we are just, five. yes. And wow. so uh, I, I'm just, uh, I'm really excited. And actually I'm more excited about prayer right now than, than I was a year and a half ago. Mm. And especially all the things that we can learn by meditating on the Lord's prayer and, uh, and just the, how, how endless the possibilities are for, for, for uh, riches of of spirituality and of hope just within that one little concise prayer and all the wisdom that that jesus had when he gave us uh, that model to pray and of course uh, he didn't say repeat these words as a matter of fact he gave us a warning just before he gave us these words don't just feel like you've prayed because you repeat these words and say them over and over again and what have we done as quote unquote his followers for two thousand years, repeat those same words over and over mm-hmm. again. He says, I told you don't do that. <laughs> wow. And so what was it all about? Well, as we've said before, he said, When you pray, pray according to this model. This is the recipe, not the food. Mm-hmm. This is not the meal. This is the the uh, the blueprint. It's not the building. And so we take these ingredients here and we put them all together and, and, and through just meditation and using this as a guide, we, along with the Holy Spirit, there is a spiritual meal that's prepared for us and it's daily. That's the daily bread. And so I'm excited as we continue today in the part of hallowed be thy name, that names mean things in the Bible and Unless we understand the person to whom we're praying, we can never truly understand the purpose or the power of prayer because that's what it's all about. It's like if someone would say, uh, what would be your, uh, what, what is your, your uh, what would be a request? What request do you have that, that would just be on the top of your list to request? What would it be? Well, my first reply to that is, well, 
uh, who am I asking? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because that has everything to do with, with what we ask for and our expectation of it and everything. And so when it comes to prayer, I'm convinced that the reason that my prayer life isn't as rich as it could be is because I've yet to understand more completely the one to whom I am praying. And that's what makes this so important because God revealed his character through his names. And so as we sanctify, as we set apart his names, as we think about those names, and again, he, he, he's kind of, uh, I hate to say God's limited. He's not, but we're limited by having just one God and not many gods because the people who are uh, polytheistic, they can say, okay, this, this thing right here in life is governed by this God. And this other, this other thing over here that seems uh, different than that, that's governed by another God. No, it, it's one God. And he has different aspects of his nature, and those are revealed by his names. So, wow. I'm excited about that. So, Nicole, you're with us, and here you are. Thank you. I'm excited. And this is the first podcast you've ever been part of? Yes, sir. And this will be the first podcast you ever listen to? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's a great day (laughs) okay so uh, actually uh, Nicole is here for many reasons uh, most of which I'm not even aware yet I just kind of sense that but as I said Nicole is a new friend Uh, we've been praying for a few years now at 10.02 every day uh, 10.02 a.m. We've been praying in obedience to Luke chapter 10, verse 2, that Jesus said, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send labors. Literally says to thrust labors. It's like, yes, get it done yeah. uh, type attitude. Thrust labors out into the harvest. And so we've been praying that for uh, with a group of us, and Cherry, my wife, and I, and, and many of us. And we just joined a, a larger group and have spread that. And so now it's really all over the world. And... The idea of having more workers and more laborers. And I can say that once we joined with that group and got others to join with us of praying for more laborers, that a lot more laborers have come on the scene. And a lot have come into our life. And, Nicole, you're one of those. <laughs> so I was waiting till right now to say that, Nicole, you're here because of an answered prayer. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's, it's one thing to, to pray— it's something a little deeper to pray and have that prayer answered. Mm-hmm. But what I want us to get uh, a sense of here today is what it feels like to be an answer to someone's prayer. Amen. And that's what Melvin was for me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> she, got, okay. she gets it. <laughs> All right. And, and likewise for you, for us, because we were praying for more laborers out into the, into the harvest field. So, hey, I hadn't even thought about it the other way around, but... Yes, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And so we've, we've talked some about, uh, about Jehovah, uh, our righteousness, Jehovah Tzitkanu. That's the name in the Old Testament. Yes. And uh, we're going to talk about others, uh, Jehovah, my sanctifier, my peace, my companion, my shepherd, my provider, all those things. But today we're going to talk about one that I, that I feel that, uh, Clarissa, that we really need to, uh, to think about at this time of just... Uh, global crises. It isn't just one crisis, and it isn't just localized. I mean, there's there's health, there's there's war, there's uh, 
just uh, unrest of all sorts. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm convinced that, that the main thing we need in terms of solutions is something that, that God does in spades, and that is that we need some creativity. <laughs> and just, just the, the thought of, of creativity and, and to create uh, some definitions, one definition of, of to create means to make something out of nothing. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool, isn't that's it? That's something. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, you know, there's also... <laughs> There's also uh, another idea about creativity, mm-hmm. just taking things that already are mm-hmm. and putting them together to create things that never have been. Mm-hmm. So let's think about that for a moment. That's part of the creativity. To make something out of nothing, well, there are a lot of things that could exist that aren't existing right now because we have not expressed the creativity that's really within us as having been created in the image of the Creator God. Whew, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. So the folks on the podcast can back that up and listen to it. I'm not sure I can say it again. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> because what I wanted to emphasize is uh, God is the Creator God, mm. and He's created us in his image. And by doing so, he has invited us to create with him. And even though I can't make something out of nothing like he can, I can take things that he's already made from nothing, different things, and can put them together in different combinations to, to make, to create something that didn't, didn't exist before I did that. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it, it's ideas, it can be objects, there's all kind of things. And um, I was uh, meditating one Sabbath on, on, uh, on creativity and what it meant to be a creator God and to be created in his image. And, man, I was just way down deep into this whole meditation about creativity. And uh, I just I, I felt this question in my heart. What is the greatest expression of God's creativity through man? And I thought about that for a while, and I was like, well, there's, there's art, there's sculpture, there's uh, dance, there's music, there's uh, literature, all kinds of great things. And I was thinking, man, maybe the Mona Lisa or uh, the Last Supper or Michelangelo's Statue of David or maybe songs like whatever song comes to your mind right now of, of just a beautiful creation. And, but n- none of those, I, I, I didn't get a check mark on any of those. And then what I felt in my heart, that the greatest expression of God's creation through man is technology. Mm. Because it's something that we couldn't see. Uh, and it just, I don't know, people started uh, collaborating and putting things together and ideas. And what we're doing right now is, is part of the creativity of technology. And so that, that's, and, and then everything, and really there, there is no limit to what technology can do in the applications of technology. Just the digital world and, and, and how it gets better and faster and more applications of it. And one thing that we're attempting to do with Principio Coaching and Coffee and with our ministry and missions and our house church program 
is to use technology to to uh, to really uh, increase and uh, make more meaningful just the the human touch, mm. and it's what I call the intersection of high tech and high touch. So there's still some creativity there on ways to use technology to really touch people. Uh, and technology isn't cold. It, it, it can be warm and we can touch people with it, just like we're doing right now, you know, with this, with this podcast. You know, it's interesting when you were talking about it. I, when I'm thinking about back in the biblical days, mm-hmm. the writing and the communication was with stone and etching, and then it went into ink and a feather and some paper, and now then an ink pen, then a typewriter, then a computer. And it's, it's like God is, is ever making his ways of communication more efficient to reach more people. I mean, the, the overall goal, goal is to make sure that we're reaching people and getting the gospel out so that yes. everyone would have an opportunity to hear the word of God. And so I, and I can tell just by listening to you, I'm just kind of thinking, he's just really in the midst of this mass communication. He is in the midst of this. Yes. It's his thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And, and it's to get his word out. Mm-hmm. You know, and in the Bible for thousands of years, we've had the, the, the prophecies in the Bible that, uh, that someone would be raised from the dead and the whole world would see it. And so in, for the pre-digital age, it was like, how can that happen? How can God, is he going to project something great in the sky and whatever? And then all of a sudden, along came the creation of the Internet. So that now in real time, at the speed of light, <laughs> you know, these, uh, these things travel around. And, 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 and really someone could be raised from the dead now on the other side of the world, and we could see it. Yeah, because it's happening. That, and I think that's what most people don't get. People are actually being raised from the dead. Yes. Yes. That's so true. And, and we have one of our teams in Honduras that had that experience. Mm-hmm. And that yes. was this year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was this year, right. Life works better with prayer <laughs> of all kinds. So, Nicole, you're here with a smile as big as the sun. <laughs> it is. She just made my day today. Yes. Yes. So this whole thing about creativity, uh, that uh, in, uh, in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, and let's see, let me pull that up here. And believe it or not, I'm not going to use the, uh, the digital version. I don't know if, if our audience can hear the pages turning. The pages turning, turning yeah. See, Mel Vito, you yeah. have the Bible that you just speak to it and the pages start turning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I have I have used this one for a while, as, 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 <laughs> as you it. can tell. Yes, and that's okay. Romans. No, it's Isaiah. Isaiah, okay. Forty, verse twenty-eight. Okay, Isaiah. So, Isaiah is is uh, is kind of uh, he's talking about the the response of the uh, of the children of Israel, uh, and how they have been living a, uh, a subgrade existence. And Isaiah says, the reason is, folks, that you're having all these struggles and you're wandering around and is because you have forgotten who your God is. <laughs> You've forgotten who your God is. Uh, it's like, uh, and, 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 and you've turned to idols. And so I, I kind of want us to, to go there just a bit that if we don't 
really understand the God to whom we pray, mm. then it's very easy for the enemy to substitute a God for us to pray to. That's right. Mm. And for us to worship. Wow. And again, I, I go back to this, uh, this word in uh, the word prayer in the Bible uh, is also a word that, uh, that's used for worship. And so when someone would be praying, they would be worshiping. When someone was worshiping, they were praying. And it was, it was hard for a, a Bible-time believer to separate the idea of prayer and worship. And so the one that we worship is also the one to whom we're praying. And for us to put our trust in things other than God and then pray to God causes us to be hypocritical. And as we go deeper with that understanding of who God is, and, and just some of the uh, some of the verses here in, in this chapter of, of Isaiah 40, uh, verse 18, uh, Isaiah says, So to whom then will you compare God? What image will you compare him with? As for an idol, a craftsman casts it, a goldsmith overlays it with gold, fashions it with silver chains, and a man too poor to present such an offering selects wood that will not rot. And he looks for a skilled crafts, craftsman to set up an idol that won't fall down. And he said, don't you know, haven't you heard, haven't you been told from the beginning? Have you not understood since earth was founded that God sits enthroned above the circle of the earth? He stretches out the heavens like a canopy. He spreads them out like a tent to live in. Just, can you just get the idea of this? And then the verse we want to look at today, verse 28, he says, do you not know, have you not heard that Jehovah is the everlasting God, the creator? of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary, increases power to the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But now here's the verse that many of us have quoted for a long time and never understood. It was at the end of this chapter. But those who hope in the Lord, in Jehovah, will do what? Renew their strength. That's some creativity. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So Isaiah here is saying that what the God's people were missing was the understanding that he was the creator God, the creator God, and all the things that he made. And the amazing thing about that is that God didn't quit creating after the sixth day. Mm. No, he continued to create, and he creates through us and within us. Yes. And... Uh, in a time of meditation, and I, I shared this, uh, this encounter with, uh, with Nicole here a few days ago. In, in a time of meditation, uh, I can remember just feeling such, uh, such weight upon me, just the presence of God so strong I, I couldn't catch my breath. I was, I was lying in bed. I couldn't breathe. The presence of God was so heavy, and I remember saying, Lord, I can't breathe, and I felt the Lord say, you don't have to breathe. My presence is your breath. Mm. So I, I didn't die. I don't know if I passed out or breathed or what, but I kind of blacked out, and it was like I was hyperspacing through the universe, kind of Star Wars style with little specks of light becoming galaxies and then solar systems, and then they would fade in the distance. And I was so overwhelmed with the creativity of Jehovah that my it just sent my spirit to places of worship that I can't even describe. It was like... I was drowning in, my soul was, was actually drowning, just taking in uh, all this unfathomable uh, greatness of God and the power of God. And I just, I couldn't catch my breath. And I, I, well, uh, I just tried to describe it, but 
that doesn't even come close. Wow. And and then I remember the next part of the encounter, I was inside this atom and I was at the nucleus and I was watching the electrons go around the different valences. And then I realized that the, the macro was also the micro, mm. that the atom is made on the same, on the same principles uh, of having a center and then things that uh, revolve around it and that's how it's all built, but that most of it is space. Mm. <laughs> wow. uh, and and, and all that emptiness is what God left for us to create within. <laughs> and so until all the emptiness of my life is filled, then the creative power of God has not been displayed in my life. <laughs> and we're, we're made to create in, in that emptiness, in, in the, the blank spots. And then I remember again just being so enthralled with the creativity of God. And then I heard these words in my heart at the end of the encounter, and it was this. Why do you declare me to be creator and not allow me to create within you? And it was a beautiful invitation to create. And it was a short time after that that, that, that many of these uh, blends that we enjoy now the tea blends and even some of the coffee blends but mainly the tea blends that we enjoy and just different ways of doing things that just started started coming just coming to my mind and uh, i'm convinced it's only the beginning and I, I love meeting creative people and 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 helping them explore that that just because they can create something that's just the beginning of it that there are things to create after that. And, Nicole, that's where you come in. Oh, every time I hear that, just, whoo, so much weight. Love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yes. And so as, as, as the creator God, the creator God, Jehovah, the God that Isaiah just described to us, and by the way, everything that Jehovah was for the, his people in the Old Testament, Jesus is for us in the New Covenant. And we'll, we'll talk about that uh, in John 1, 3. John said that all things were created by the word, and he's talking about Jesus. So Jesus is the creator, as Jehovah was. And Jesus is the creator, and he's our friend, and he's with us, and he lives within us and lives through us. And he's in you and living through you right now. And you had some dreams, and you had some ideas, and you never did. You, I don't know, something was blocking. You couldn't see that as creativity in some way. So she's here just nodding and smiling. <laughs> we need some video of this. <laughs> but uh, Nicole is a, uh, a master cookie baker. <laughs> I mean, she, she has taken uh, – Clarissa, you've seen some of her pictures yes. of the cookies. I've eaten some of her cookies. She takes the, the, the visual and the, the, the flavor of baked cookies just – I don't know. I, I almost got to that same place that I got to in that encounter, <laughs> eating one of your cookies. Uh, but uh, so you and you had uh, just wanted to have a place that you could express your creativity. And it had been just a lot of uh, a lot of confusion and frustration. And, and, and then all of a sudden something happened. So tell us a little bit about that story and how the, the creator is beginning to express himself through you. Oh, OK. So I was in nursing school, and just part of me knew that I was not called to be here, be in nursing. And one day, 
we had to bring presents to the nurses on the floor. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm tired. I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> so I found the recipe and I was just baking some cookies because I was like, okay, I can bake some cookies. And honestly, I think me being tired is when the Lord came in. But I knew like the Lord can use a donkey. He can use a cookie. <laughs> so I was praying, just praying the spirit. That's creative right there, right, Clarissa? I've never heard that combination put together before. Go ahead, Nicole. So I was praying the spirit. I was like, Lord, like, I just want these nurses to encounter you at another level. Like, all I, my motto is love is the seed to revival. All right. And so I was like, Lord, like, just come in these cookies, and I know he can speak to you. Like, he speaks through movies. He can speak through a donkey, he could speak through a cookie. So I was just praying the spirit over these cookies the whole time. And I get to the, the hospital the next day and everyone's like, these are the best cookies we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh. And I was like, the, the nurses were like, who made these cookies? And I was like, oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Little old me. <laughs> and, and everyone's like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you at the hospital not doing cookies? Mm. I was like, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> but it was because like, I was scared. Like, I always grew up thinking, like, I had to be in the medical field to be successful. I never saw creativity as a way to, like, a job. Um, Just was lacking faith. But I've gotten so many perfect words that I was called to design. And that the Lord wants to design with me in the closet and then bring these to life. And so then after, I was like, you know what, I'm going to walk in faith. And I said, I have to leave. (laughs) So I left nursing school. And everyone was like, all on board with cookies, and I was known as the cookie lady, <laughs> and so I left, and I was like, Dad, I'm going to start doing these, he's like, okay, and um, started making cookies, but then would get, um, just feeling like I wasn't good enough, mm-hmm. and so I back off, and my friend, she's like, no, like, I really believe you can do this, like, keep going, keep going, then I back off, then I keep going, then I back off, and then actually, last week, I was actually talking to her, I felt the Lord putting on my heart to, like, just increase with the cookies. And I was like, I really think I need to start putting my foot to the pedal more. And she's like, yes, yes, you do. And um, I've been trying to get jobs, and just nothing's working out. And it's all because, like, I was destined to be here. And one of the things that really blew my mind was that the Lord will have a place ready for you where you're called to be. And so when I met Melvin and was telling him my story about the cookies, it just hit me like, oh, my gosh. And then when... What was that last phrase that you said about the creativity? Uh, <laughs> How, like, why won't you let me create three? Oh, yes. yes. Uh, mm. Why do you declare me the, to be the creator and not allow me to create within you? Yes. So when you said that, the Lord spoke to me very clearly, cookies. It hit me like, oh, my gosh, I'm holding back God's glory because That's right. people get to experience the Lord in so many ways. And what I'm called to do is through cookies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so my mission is just to, like, pray. The recipe is so special to me because, one, I believe the Lord created it because I gave the recipe. My friend, she was at the hospital. She's like, these are the best cookies. Can I please have the recipe? I was like, yes. And then I went to try to remake them. I was like, oh, my gosh, I did not give you that recipe because I don't know what I did. <laughs> like, the Lord took over. And so I spent a while just trying to learn that recipe again, and then finally got it. And so it's all, it's not just the recipe, it's the Lord's presence that makes the cookies different. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow. We, we are praying to the creator God. 
And Nicole, we're we're going to hear from you again. And by the way, just this last weekend, I extended an invitation to to Nicole to come join our team at Principio Coffee, and she is officially our cookie maker. And she's gonna. And I'm she's, gonna take a job there as the <laughs> Cookie Monster. <laughs> Full time, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and Nicole will be helping us. Uh, she'll be assisting Liz and some roasting and just some processing and, and uh, packaging and so forth of coffee. And for that, we're going to trade out some kitchen, kitchen time for her to create and to make some cookies and for that creativity to develop. Wonderful. Yes. And it is a, uh, an expression of the creator God within us. And so for us to remember, I mean, who, whoever is out there listening to this and it's like, man, the only way I can get through this situation I'm in, it's going to take a miracle. Well, I have good news for you. You can pray to the creator, miracle work in God. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that is, that's why God's name, as Isaiah told us in Isaiah chapter 40, that he was Jehovah the creator. Mm-hmm. The Hebrew for that is, is Yahweh Barah. Yahweh Barah, okay. the Creator God, mm. and and when when Isaiah told them that, and it and it seems to have really just uh, riveted them. Yes, He is the Creator God, and that's the one to whom we're praying. So Nicole, uh, welcome to our team. Thank you. And we will enjoy God's creativity through you, and Clarissa. Uh, I, I can see it on Clarissa's. Uh, in her thoughts already, she, she doesn't believe these cookies can be that good. She has to see for herself. I must. <laughs> yes. I must. And, and I, as I said before, I gladly take the position as the official Principio Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us here at thank you. Life Works Better with Coach Mel. This is great. And welcome to Principio. Oh, That's going to be a great addition. I'm really excited. Yes, it's going to be great, 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 great things are in store at Principio. So be out there and uh, check out the website and see some great things that are coming uh, down the pipeline. All right, guys, we'll see you back here next week. Life Works Better with Coach Mel and Life Works Better with Prayer. Yes. Our next series, Series 6, coming up next week. Yeah, all right. Wow. Okay, here this we go. This is going to be a long one, I think. Yes, it's it going to be good, too. Yes. Very much. And very the one much, on prayer much. should be long, because... Yeah, it should. The people who realize they don't pray enough really are those who pray the most. Mm. That's probably another series. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we'll see you back here next week.